Good morning, you guys. Pray that uh, your week's going well. I had two Mondays in a row, but it's okay. I'll get over it. Today's Wednesday, guys. We're about halfway through the week. <laughs> I don't know how many of you got to witness, witness and watch uh, that peace treaty signing yesterday. Perilous days that we're living in. I believe the Antichrist has made that covenant. Yeah, that covenant's been made. We will see what happens after the election. For now, we're going to continue through our reading. And uh, we're in the Gospel of John today. But we're going to read a proverb a day keeps the foolishness away. Father God, we humbly come before you. We praise you and thank you for blessed days and blessed ways, Lord. I just ask that you please bless this reading of your word, Father. Help us to grow closer to you and to understand what your will is. Teach us your word, Lord. Guide us and lead us in all things, Father. We love you. We praise you. We thank you in your son's name. We pray, amen. All right, y'all. Proverbs chapter 16. The preparations of the heart and man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Man, I've been having that conversation myself about bringing thoughts into captivity and every thought being held captive uh, in the spirit for Jesus Christ, man. He literally says, control, commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. A man's heart deviseth his way, and the Lord directeth his steps. A divine sentence is in the lips of the king. His mouth transgresseth not in judgment. A just weight and a balance are the Lord's, and all the weights of the bag are his work. Amen. And it, it is an abomination to kings to commit wickedness, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him that speaketh right. The wrath of a king is as messengers of death, but a wise man who will pacify Verse 15, in the light of the king's countenance is life, and his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. How much better is it to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver? The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better is it to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good, and whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. Amen. Whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of thy lips increaseth knowledge, and the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. Understanding is a wellspring unto them that hath it. But the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth, 
and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as an honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. There is a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. He that laboreth, laboreth for himself, for his mouth craveth of him. Verse 27. An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips there is a burning fire. A froward man soweth strife, and a whisperer separateth chief friends. A violent man enticeth his neighbor, and leadeth him into the way that is not good. He shutteth his eyes to devise froward things. Moving his lips, he bring evil to pass. The hoary head is a crown of glory, if it be found in the way of righteousness. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that taketh rule, he that ruleth his city, than he that taketh the city. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord. Amen. Good word. Proverb of day, keep that foolishness away. I'm telling you. Alright, so we're on John chapter four. The gospel of John. I swear every time um, uh, my kid and I are reading, I'll be like, let's go to John. She'll go straight to first John. I'll be like, no, let's read the gospel of John. Alright. Chapter four, verse one. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees has heard blah. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees has heard had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples. He left Judea and departed again unto Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria, then come into a city of Samaria which is called Sychar near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There, there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat, then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou being a Jew askest thou of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samarians. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank, him, drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be a well of water springing up into ever lasting life. We read about this water <coughs> in Revelation. When it when it talks about how we will have bodies that um, never get tired, never get hungry, never get thirsty, heat will not harm us, cold will not bother us. Man, we'll have a glorified body just like Jesus. 
eternal life, everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus said unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou hast, thou hast is not thy husband, in that saidest thou truly. The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you say that Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither be in this mountain, you shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem yet worship the Father. You worship, you know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Spirit, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. That's us right now. We are the temple of the living God. We have the Holy Spirit abiding in us. So therefore, we don't need to go to some mountain. We don't need to go to some, some temple in Jerusalem to praise God and enjoy His presence. No, we have it inside of us right now. The Holy Spirit that indwells in you, if you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, then you have that indwelling and you will worship God in spirit and truth. He will make a new covenant with you. He will write His law upon your hearts. He will give you a new mind, a mind like Christ. He will remove those old fleshly desires and He will put heavenly, uh, uh, spirit-filled desires into your life and will completely mold you and change you into a new creature called upon for good works that can be used to build this kingdom. And that is what we are called to do on this earth. Verse 25. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah is cometh, which he calleth Christ. When he come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came the disciples and marveled that he talked with that woman. Yet no man said who. What seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city, and saith to the men, Come, see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Then they, then they went up out of the city and came unto him. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. Therefore saith the disciples one to another, Hath any man brought him aught to eat? Jesus saith unto him, unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work. Say, ye, say not you, that they are four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal. And both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Amen. And herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that where you bestowed no labor. Other men labored and you are entered into their labors. Man, we've got to build this kingdom, you guys. We have got to do the work of our Father in heaven. 
man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Let's do this, guys. Sow, reap, plant, water, walk humbly. Guys, we've got to take the words of Jesus more serious. We are called to be like-minded. He gave us a road map to survive in this life until He comes back. Because there is a wicked one and there is a Redeemer. And the wicked one has been overcome by the Redeemer. And now we are more than conquerors because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. But we go to sleep and we get caught up in the idols of this world because the devil deceives us and, and just blinds us to the, to the truth of God and convinces us of all these things that are not true, keeps us out of our Bible, keeps us entertained and captive, and therefore not watching and waiting for the coming of the Lord and not seeing what's going on around us. And instead, a lot of us listen to um, what our leaders say. And with that being said, when you listen to what leaders say and not what the Bible say, um, you're not getting the truth. And you're being deceived. And that's what we're looking at right now. There's a great deception going on. This ain't the podcast for that. But uh, we're here to just read the Bible and not rant. I apologize. Um, but just know that perilous days are coming. Second uh, Timothy chapter 2 will tell you. Ch- chapter 3 will tell you all about it. But we're just going to keep on keeping on. We're going to keep reading through John. We're in... Um, We are in verse 39. 439. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for that saying of the woman which testified, He told me all that I ever I did. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own word. And said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy saying, For we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ and Savior of the world. Amen. Now after two days he departed thence, and went into Galilee. And Jesus himself testified that a prophet hath no honor in his own country. Then, then, when he was come into Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did at Jerusalem at the feast. For they also went unto the feast. So Jesus came again unto Cana of Galilee, when he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said unto him, Except you see signs and wonders, you shall not believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down, ere my child die. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour which he began to amend, or the, about the hour that he began to get better. And he said unto them, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was in the same hour in which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth, and himself believed, and his whole house. 
This is again the second miracle that Jesus did, which was come out of Judea into Galilee. I'll get a sip of this good coffee. John chapter 5. And there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there was a now there is now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk or sick people, of blind, lame, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there and had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. So it was on a Saturday. The Jews therefore said unto him, That was cured. It is the Sabbath day. Is it not lawful for thee to carry thy bed? He answered them and he said, He said, He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. And he asked, and they asked him, What man is it that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he was healed. He that was healed was wist not who he was, and Jesus had conveyed himself away a multitude being in that place. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and saith, said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. The, the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. But Jesus answered them, my father worketh hitherto, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought more, sought the more to kill him, because he had broke, not only broken the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then answered Jesus and said unto you, said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but when he seeth the Father, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things whatsoever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son, and sheweth him all things and that himself doeth, and he will shew him greater works than these that you may marvel. For as the Father raiseth up the dead and quickeneth them, even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. For the Father judgeth no man, and hath committed all judgment unto the Son, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son honoreth not the Father which have sent him which have sent him. Verily, verily I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from life unto death.
Amen. For as the Father hath life in himself, and so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself, and hath given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. Remember, the Lord himself shall descend with a shout, and the dead in, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up in the clouds forever to be with the Lord forever. Right? Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all the graves shall hear his voice. And shall come forth, they have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. I can of mine own self do nothing as I hear. I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another that beareth witness of me. I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. You sent unto John, and he bare witness unto the truth. But I receive not testimony from man, but these things I say that you may be saved. He was a burning and a shining light, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in this in his light. But I have greater witnesses than that of John, for the works which the Father hath given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father hath sent me. And the Father himself, which hath sent me, hath borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape, and you have not and you have not his word abiding in you, for whom he has sent him you believe not. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they that are which testify of me. And you will not come to me that you may have life. I receive not honor from men. But I know you that you have not the love of God in you. I am come in my Father's name, that ye, but ye, and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. How can you believe which receive? How can you believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one that accuseth you, even Moses, in whom you trust. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if you believe not his writings, how shall you therefore believe my words? Amen. Good word. Man, Jesus' uh, Jesus' words here ring true uh, right now, even to this apostate generation. He says, you don't receive my words, but you'll receive some man's words. Like, oh, guys... We've got to seek the Lord with all of our heart, mind, soul, strength. Give Him all of our love and only ask Him for knowledge. We've got to stop seeking after the world for knowledge. We've got to stop seeking after churches and pastors and men. Because none of them can give you the truth. Only God can give you the truth. Remember that this Bible is absolute truth. It's not relative. The Word of God is inerrant. Now there are word games that men have played with translations. All of them. But the word of God itself is inerrant. I love you all. Good Lord willing, I will see you all tomorrow. Have a blessed day. Walk humbly with your God.